0: Top five reasons why independent retail stores fail. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. If you're listening to this podcast episode on the day it publishes, and goodness, I hope it publishes on the right day, that would be April 13th, 2023, I want you to know that the cart to buy early bird tickets to my 2023 virtual conference will close in four days. Yes, early bird tickets will go away on April 17th. So what is an early bird ticket? Well, if you grab an early bird ticket, you'll get the lowest ticket price. You'll get a fun virtual conference kit mailed to you, and it is going to be fun. You'll also get the digital version emailed to you in case you'd prefer some of those files that we give you in digital format. And then if they're still available, and I don't know if they're gonna be available at this time, but you're also going to be able to grab a momentum day ticket because I have a feeling those are going to go quickly. And it's a limited number of tickets for a third day with me on Zoom where we're actually going to spend time doing the work in a small group setting. So again, You have a few days, if you're listening, when this publishes, to grab early bird tickets. You'll do that at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash virtual conference. All one word, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash virtual conference. Before I start on this episode, I always feel like I have a disclaimer (laughs) or a couple disclaimers. But before I start on this episode, I want to explain that I am not referring to retail stores that close for intentional reasons, like retirement, for example, or under the unfortunate circumstances where there's something out of the person's control, like some type of tragedy or death in the family, so that I'm not referring to those businesses. We recently had friends, I think it was in 2022, who closed their retail business last year. They're two best friends who were in business for many years in our area. They're well-respected in our community, and they simply chose to retire. They want to spend more time with their families and grandbabies, and I applaud them and look forward to that day. So again, not referring to those businesses that closed for those particular reasons. I'm talking about stores that close and the owner did have control of the fate of their business, even if they may not want to admit it. And that won't always be the case, right? Like sometimes it's hard. This is not a fun topic for me, for anyone really. It isn't a feel good episode. However, I have to talk about it. I would be doing some or all of you a disservice by not tackling the subject head on. So the title of this episode says Top 5 Reasons, but really when I look at my list, they're more categories of reasons, and you'll see what I mean as I start to talk about this. So the first one is a stubborn or arrogant owner. This particular person refuses to test and change anything in their business. Maybe they don't want to change their location. They don't want to change the products they sell or the services they offer. Uh, The quality of their products or service decreases, and they don't want to fix that or change that. Or, for instance, they don't want to test maybe marketing. They're relying on word of mouth only, and that isn't helping their business. Arrogant is having excessive pride in oneself, often with contempt for others, while stubborn is refusing to move or to change one's opinion. I'm going to say this again, just because I think it can be helpful. And you'll see why, the last point that I make at the end of this podcast episode. But arrogant is having excessive pride in oneself, often with contempt for others, while stubborn is refusing to move or to change one's opinion. Listen, location mistakes happen, but are you willing to do something about this? Moving isn't fun. And of, of course, in this example, I'm talking about the person who chose maybe the not the best spot for their store and realizes it and then doesn't want to move. Moving isn't fun, it, it's scary, it can feel overwhelming. But I have seen, on the flip side of that, I have seen at least two Master Shopkeepers members move and do this with success. It's what changed everything for their business. Now, am I saying changing locations is the answer? I don't know. I mean, there's so many variables at play here. I can't say that that's the the solution for everyone, but for the person who's digging their heels in the sand about their location, it's just something to consider. And I'm all for word-of-mouth marketing, but if your store isn't getting enough foot traffic, what are you doing about it? If your store is getting a decent amount or a great amount of foot traffic, but you still aren't hitting the sales that you need, then why aren't you changing your products, your categories, service offerings, maybe your sales techniques? What are you doing to convert that traffic into sales? Unfortunately, these are situations where the store owner, again, is digging their heels in the sand. They just don't want to change what might be hurting them. They don't want to seek or ask for help. And this literally ends up suffocating their business. There's a lot of pride mixed in with this. So that's why I kind of lumped the arrogant and the stubborn owner, because sometimes they do go hand in hand, but there's a lot of pride mixed in with this. Sometimes we have to swallow our pride in order to survive and then maybe even thrive. If you want another episode on this topic, episode 79 is a great one to listen to. It's titled, Are Your Personal Opinions Hurting Your Business? We will link it in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the Savvy Shopkeeper Quiz. As a shopkeeper myself, I've learned that there are action steps we can take during specific stages on our retail journeys that help us create efficiency and improve profitability so we can grow. But first, it helps to know which stage you're in so I can help you determine what to focus on. Sign up for my newsletter and take the quiz to find out which shopkeeper stage you're in. You'll get a helpful Savvy Shopkeeper roadmap with a list of helpful podcast episodes and two free resources for where you currently are in your journey. If you want to take the quiz, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash quiz. Reason number two is poor financial management, and this can be money or taxes. I'll be the first to admit that indie retail businesses can be cash flow beasts. <laughs> I know a lot of you are shaking your heads right now like, yes, Kathy, without systems in place, it is challenging to understand what in your bank account is really yours versus what it, what is accounted for or if you're really about to start drowning. I get it, especially if you're managing your whole entire retail business with one bank account. This is one of the reasons I taught a free masterclass on cash flow in 2022. Indie retailers don't realize that a single bank account balance is not a real indicator of the state of their business. And I won't go down this rabbit hole, but there are tools and systems that you can put into place to get a better understanding of what's happening in your business in terms of cash flow. In that masterclass, I think I shared 10. Steps. So it isn't just one bank account. I sh- I shared 10 steps for a cash flow roadmap. Yes, 10. And I want to mention that if you're a Master Shopkeepers member, you have access to this masterclass replay in the Academy. We will link that in the show notes. You'll have to log in with your Master Shopkeepers login information. But once you click on the link, it'll take you right to that lesson. So if cash flow is a struggle, I just want to make sure that you know that resource is available to you. I'm not currently offering the free cash flow masterclass. However, the episode where I did announce the class, you can still listen to that. And I shared some helpful information in that episode. And that's episode 127. On the flip side of that are taxes, particularly If you aren't paying your taxes, sales taxes, IRS taxes, state taxes, uh, I don't know, payroll taxes, any tax that you should be paying, if you aren't paying taxes, particularly sales taxes, actually, I shouldn't say that, any tax, please go hire a CPA and get this resolved as soon as possible. If you think you should be paying taxes, go ask. Ask a professional. Please push fear or shame to the side, especially if you love your business and you want your business to be around in the future. Sometimes we just have to make the phone call, ask the question, deal with whatever it is that we might owe. You can face it, you can get it done but don't hide or run from it. Indie retailers often think that they can't afford a bookkeeper and or a CPA, but those struggling with finances and or taxes are the ones who can't afford not to hire the bookkeeper and or CPA. Reason number three is poor systems. And for this particular one, this is a store owner that's overworked, There are lots of inefficiencies in their business. They might even be overstocked. You all know I'm a huge fan of systems. Some successful retailers may not even realize that this is what's helping them be successful. These retail store owners are just natural at it, but not everyone is natural at this. Others need help in this area. Systems will save you time and spare you from being overworked and exhausted. Systems will help you hire. Systems will give you the information you need to understand when you're understocked or overstocked, when it's time to get rid of debt inventory. Systems will also tell you if you're underpricing, which then takes us back to number two, the poor financial management reason. Many of these reasons that I'm sharing can be connected or intertwined. So in 2021 and 2022, each year, I hosted a Retail CEO Challenge, and in that challenge, we spent quite a bit of time on systems because they're that important. I haven't hosted the challenge this year yet, I should say. I'm considering it again. I just need to get past this virtual conference, and then I'll see if I can squeeze that in again in 2023, but... If you want to listen to episode 56, this is where I talk about systems and processes. Sometimes just hearing me talk about systems in my own retail store is a bit of an aha moment for indie retailers. I think sometimes store owners tend to overcomplicate it. Like they don't even see how simple it is to start to set up systems. But we'll link episode 56 in the show notes this episode is brought to you by my free resource tools of the retail trade resource guide a 28 page downloadable resource filled with software tools and equipment recommendations just for brick and mortar retail store owners learn what i use and what other store owners are using visit savvyshopkeepercom forward slash resources that's savvyshopkeepercom forward slash resources and sign up for my newsletter to get the guide Reason number four is mindset, limited beliefs, program thinking, money mindset, social norms, so many things in this category. And you all know, if you listen to this podcast, particularly recently, I talk about mindset a lot. Considering how many episodes I publish on mindset, I think many of you know that I sincerely believe this should be prioritized for all entrepreneurs. It's just not talked about enough. I see it affecting so many store owners in a variety of ways, and they don't even realize it. They think it's something tangible that is going wrong in their business. They don't realize that it's actually their thinking that's holding them back. I've done plenty of episodes on this topic, like episode 79 mentioned earlier. Uh, Another one is episode 114. That one's titled How Retailers Can Raise Prices Confidently. Or episode 110, that one's titled, Don't Manage Time, Manage Your Mind. We will link all of these in the show notes. But I know sometimes I I talk about things and I realize I have a particular episode that might be able to help with that. So I thought it was important that I linked some of these relatable or related podcast episodes so you can go listen to those too, especially if one of these reasons is the reason why you're struggling in your business. Reason number five is a hobbyist store owner. And for this particular store owner, they have inconsistent hours. They're not willing to do the work or make sacrifices sometimes. This is the person who simply doesn't take their business seriously. I've talked about the hobbyist and the jobbiest plenty in previous episodes. Now, let me add before some of you get upset with me about store hours. Store hours can be a sticky conversation and I'm not saying everyone needs to be open 7 days a week. However, what is extremely important is that you are both conscientious I guess of your customers and that you remain consistent with whatever hours it is that you choose. And if you aren't willing to do some of the work, you know, a lot of the work that I mentioned in 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 Reasons 1 through 4, if you aren't willing to do that work in order to treat your business seriously, you're most likely not in this to win. On a new group member call in Master Shopkeepers recently, I acknowledged that there are many things most of us don't know when we open our stores. I mean, who I know, almost everyone listening to the podcast can agree with me. I shared that the one thing I definitely didn't know was how slim net profit is in a retail business. I had to learn this the hard way. And I'm not saying it's not possible to be profitable or to hit personal income goals with the retail business, not at all. But the one thing all aspiring shopkeepers should know before opening is this, and I feel like I'm gonna do a podcast episode just with this so that I can give it a very strong title and I can share it with anyone who's considering opening a retail store. But the one thing all aspiring shopkeepers should know before opening is about the slim net profit in a retail business, because it's a truth no one talks about. That's why I created the Sales to Salary Calculator, because if you have a salary goal in mind, then you'll want to know what revenue is needed to hit that goal. You can hear all about this in Episode 2. And I think back, I think that's why I want to record another podcast episode on this particular subject alone, because that's the second podcast episode I recorded, but I feel it's one of the most important pieces of information. I want every single person considering opening a retail store to know, like immediately, not because I don't want them to open, not because I want to stifle their dreams. It's because it's a reality in retail, and we don't need to hide from that reality, and I feel like that information is power. I am empowering a potential store owner to know what it is that's really important for them to understand in running a retail business. So you know the expression, we don't know what we don't know. I'm a really great example of that. <laughs> I didn't know anything, nothing. I never worked in retail, had no idea But I was willing to learn. Clearly, I was willing to learn so much that I opened up a second business, teaching other retail store owners to learn all of the things that I didn't know, right? I mean, that's what Savvy Shopkeeper is. Again, I'm not a fan of talking about failed retail stores, but it is a hard reality of independent retail. We see it all the time. I recently asked Master Shopkeepers members if they know of retail businesses in their areas that failed and maybe why, you know, maybe they had some insight. Sometimes we're guessing, sometimes we hear rumors, but in case they had some insight into that failed business, it could have been a friend of theirs, someone they knew. The stories were endless. This was a big conversation in Master Shopkeepers. If you're feeling incredibly stuck in your business because maybe It is failing. Go back to reasons number one through five and identify why. Not just identify why, but have a real conversation with yourself about it and figure out what you can do about it. What is your roadmap moving forward? I mean, you can continue to dig your heels in the sand, you can continue to avoid the CPA or the bookkeeper. You can continue to count on word of mouth. You can continue, or what are all the other things that I said? You can continue to to treat your business like a hobby. I mean, yes, you can do all of those things, but if deep down you want more out of your business, then go and have that conversation with yourself. No one else can have this conversation with you. There's no better time than now to have that conversation with yourself and decide what can you do about it. If you know of a retail business friend who would find this podcast in general or this podcast episode helpful, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend. If you wanna see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, and I mentioned a lot of previously recorded podcast episodes and a resource or two for Master Shopkeepers members, You'll find all of this linked in the show notes at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 164. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 164. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.